This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. At College Park, we did a series of studies um, on characters in the Bible. Um, the elders, Ty and Jerry, wanted us to look through the Bible and find, find characters or selected characters that they wanted us to preach on. Um, they, I think, have a, a, a sick satisfaction of finding the most random characters in the Bible and saying, hey, you get that one. And so they gave me Naboth. So for those of you who don't know, Naboth is a character that's found in 1 Kings. The story of Naboth is a pretty short story, but we're going to take a look at that this evening. And hopefully what we can learn, as we go through this story, as we go through his character and what happens to him, we can learn some life lessons from it. And I hope that what I present to you this evening is beneficial to you and will help you on your Christian walk. So first off, we want to talk about the fact that there's three major characters within the story related to Naboth. There's Naboth himself, the man. Then there's King Ahab. King Ahab was the king of Israel. If you remember your Old Testament history, the nation of Israel was split into two different nations. Judea or Judah to the south and Israel to the north. Ahab was the king of Israel to the north. And he had a wife uh, had a queen named Jezebel. Most of us know that name. It's not a name that you would name your daughter when she's born. She is known for being an evil person. She's known for being a terrible and immoral woman. And these are the three people that are involved in this story. The next thing I want to do is also point out where this story takes place because it matters to the narrative of the story. If you see that pin... We'll start here first. This is the nation of Israel. You see the green. You see how fertile and lush it seems and how great of an area, quite honestly, it is to grow things. And within this area, there's an even better spot, and that is Jezreel, which is where the story takes place. And Jezreel is known for being a place of extreme fertility, a lot of water in the area, um, Water is H2O, not that y'all know much about that right now, but um, there's a lot of water there, and with that, you could do a whole lot of planting, a whole lot of farming, and a lot of great crops were, were found there. And so the predominant occupation was farming, vineyards, things like that, and that's how the people made their money in this area. And so... Um, Within this area is where this story starts, and we're going to read that story this evening. 1 Kings chapter 21, verses 1 through 4. Now Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard in Jezreel beside the palace of Ahab, the king of Samaria. And after this, Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard that I may have it for a vegetable garden. Because it is near my house, and I will give you a better vineyard for it. Or if it seems good to you, I will give you its value in money. But Nabal said to Ahab, The Lord forbid 
that I should give, the inherit, give you the inheritance of my fathers. And Ahab went into his house vexed and sullen because of what Naboth the, the Jezreelite had said to him. For he said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. And he lay down on his bed and turned away his face and would, not eat, would eat no food. And Jezreel said to him, do you, do you now govern Israel? Arise and eat bread and let your heart be cheerful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. We're going to skip a few, we're going to skip one verse and go over to verse 9 and 10. This is what Jezebel does. And she wrote the, in the letters, she wrote letters to certain people. And in those letters she wrote, proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people. And set two worthless men opposite him. And let them bring a charge against him saying, you have cursed God and the king. Then they take him, then take him out and stone him. We're going to skip a few more verses to verse 15. It says, As soon as Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned and was dead, Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for the money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. This is, there's a few verses in there that we're going, to, we're going to hit that we skipped just a minute ago, but this is the story in entirety of what happened. Naboth is just a guy. It's a guy trying to make a living, trying to live his life. And extremely powerful people want what he has. He says no. They make things happen to him. They set up a false accusation against this man. And they have him killed. Just to get that piece of property. So... On the surface level, it's just a sad story about powerful people and a, so, a, a poor soul that was caught in the middle of what somebody wanted. But in reality, if you look a little bit deeper, there's a whole lot more that we can learn from just the fact that rich people, you know, or whatever, powerful people took a poor man and destroyed his life. The lessons that we're going to talk about this morning or this evening is... Three in particular. One is the Lord forbid there's a price for doing the right thing and then don't sell out. Those are the three things that we're going to talk about this, this evening. The first one, the Lord forbid. Did you guys know that it was against God's law, the Mosaical law, to sell the property that was given to you as an inheritance? That was one of the laws in the law of Moses. Leviticus chapter 25, verse 23, the land shall not be sold forever, for the land is mine, for you are strangers and pilgrims with me. God had given the land of Canaan to the Israelites as an inheritance that he promised to Abraham. And so what he says here is that land actually is mine. You guys are stewards of this land. And what I'm telling you to do is do not sell this land. You cannot sell this in perpetuity. Basically, you can't sell it to somebody forever. You can sell it if you're in dire straits for a short period of time, but then you have the opportunity to buy it back. That's the law that God had set up so that the, so that the land never left each tribe. God had set it up that way on purpose. What's even more interesting is that if you start thinking through reality and statistics, you know, there'd be some, um, some families that didn't have sons. What happened to that land? Did that land just disappear? 
God had set up a way for that to happen as well. God had said in, in Numbers chapter 27, verses 5 and 7, I don't have the scripture up here, but the women of the family would inherit that land, the daughters. If the man had daughters, the daughters would inherit it. And if he didn't have any children at all, then the next, his brother would, and then the next of kin. So God had set this up in a certain way so that the land never left the family. It was an inheritance that God had given to these people. Well, let's say the women of a family got that land. What would happen to that land if they married outside of the tribe? Let's say, I have, let's say CB's daughter, Zoe, married, and she, she's a Levite. Just throwing a name. That's, that's, even, a, that's even not a good, name, good one because they didn't have land. So let's, let's try again. Judah. Judahite. Let's say she wanted to marry someone who is from the tribe of Gad. If she married him, then that land would then transfer over to Gad because the husband was the leader of the house. So how did God keep that from happening? God established a way in Numbers 36, verses 5 and five through 9, that those women that would inherit land had to marry someone within the tribe so that that land would stay with the tribe that it was given to. So God had set this up in a certain way so that we couldn't, so they couldn't mess it up. So they couldn't just give the land off to somebody else. What does that tell you about Naboth? Seems kind of obscure, right? Well, first off, that law is pretty obscure. It takes, you know, trying to learn that law and try to find that in the scriptures took me a minute. <laughs> took me a while. But what that tells us, there is a standard of living. And that standard of living must be God's word. And what's interesting about that is that Naboth, just a random person, just an Israelite, he wasn't any he wasn't part of the the priest that would constantly be in the the law. He wasn't a king that would be required to know it to rule his people. He was just an Israelite and he knew this law. And he understood it. Not only did he know it, but he knew that that standard had to be the standard for his life. He knew that law had to be the standard for his life. Considering the, consider the time in which he lived. Ahab was the mo- one of the most evil kings of Israel. This was after the church, this is, was after the country had split into two. Judah was one of was a much better nation at following after God. They still messed up. But Israel became Samaria because they were utterly destroyed because of their lack of following after God. This is, the, this is the nation in which Naboth lived. It would have been really easy to not care about the standard. It would have been really easy to not even know what the standard is. But yet he still said, God forbid or Lord forbid me to give you the inheritance of my fathers. He knew The same can be said about us today. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. The standard for our lives as Christians has to be God's word. 
It has to be. You know, there's a price for doing the right things at times. Naboth is a perfect example of that. He held, he held to that standard that was given to him. He held to the standard of the Mosaical law. And he said, the Lord forbid that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. If Ahab was a good king, if Ahab was somebody who knew the law, he would know exactly what Naboth, Naboth was saying to him. But Naboth died for following God's word. Here's that verse that I skipped. And the men of his city, the elders and the leaders who lived in his city, did as Jezebel had sent word, sent, had sent word to them to do. And the two worthless men came in and sat opposite him. And the worthless men brought a charge against Naboth in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they took him outside the city and stoned him to death with stones. Sometimes the reality is there's going to be a price for doing the right thing. Naboth paid the ultimate price. But sometimes we are going to have to suffer. And more and more in the society that we live in today, it's becoming more and more of a reality. You know, I remember uh, sermons when I was... 10, 11 years old, and people would say, this is not something we're going to deal with in America, and this is going to be years in the future, and I'm 32, 32, Michael thought I was going to stop at 30, because we were the same age, I'm 32, and now the, we're telling a different story, the story we're telling is we're going to be suffering, there's a potential to suffer in the near future. Take a hold of that and grasp and understand what the reality of that. There is a price for doing the right thing. And understand that living by God's standard at times may cost you a promotion. It may cost you a lot of money that you're going to make in this world. It may cost you persecution, ridicule, friends at school not liking you. It may happen. And understand that that's possible. Remember the words that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they keep my word, they will also keep yours. Jesus is telling us, telling his disciples, a servant's not greater than his master. Jesus suffered tremendously on the cross. And before he was placed on the cross. And then he died. We should be willing and understand that the reality of life is as Christians who want to live and strive to live by the standard that he's placed in our lives. That death may be a reality. That suffering may happen. If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Last but not least, we want to talk about don't sell out. Naboth would not sell his inheritance for anything. Ahab tried to offer him a better vineyard or even the money, a fair market price. You know, this, this, Ahab was a king. He had all the money. Naboth could have looked at that and said, 
you know, the price of that just tripled because you're the king. He could have made out like a bandit. He could have made a killing on it. But instead, he chose the standard of God's word. He chose the standard that he was taught to live by and stuck with that. And he didn't sell out. You know, Ahab was, or Naboth said, I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers. Ahab, on the other hand, was a sellout. Ahab knew God's law. In fact, he knew Elijah very well. (laughs) The man of God. But instead, Ahab was known for being an evil person. There was none who sold himself to do what was evil in the sight of the Lord like Ahab. Whom Jezebel, his wife, incited. He acted very abominably in going after idols as the Amorites had done, whom the Lord cast out from before the people of Israel. Let me ask you a question. What would you sell your inheritance for? The reality is that Christians, we today sell our inheritance, our internal life, for a whole lot less. We sell our inheritance of eternal life for money, for pleasures, for pride. Don't sell out. You you take the story of Naboth. How did Naboth know how to plant a vineyard? It's not exactly something I, you're not going to just go out there and do it. Because it's a very delicate process, so I've heard. I don't know. (laughs) How did Naboth know what the law of selling your land was about? Do you think he studied it himself? Or do you think he was taught? I'm going to ask you a question. When you sell out, there's not, you're not only affecting you. You've affected your family. You've affected the, fa- the fathers that have taught you. You've affected all of the things that you know to be right and you've sold out for, for a little bit of pleasure here. I can just imagine Naboth at 9, 10, 11 years old. Walking through the vineyard with his, with his father and his dad getting down there and saying, this is how you put a vine in the ground. Make sure it's staked so that it grows straight up. I can just imagine Naboth running off, playing in the dirt, and his dad grabbing him back and saying, hey, I'm trying to teach you something here. What would you sell your inheritance for? What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and to forfeit his soul? Romans chapter 12, verse 9, this is what I'd like to leave you with. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. That story is short. That story is sad. But I hope that we can learn some lessons from Naboth. Hope that we can learn that we should have a standard in our life. Not just have a standard, but know the standard. Know God's word.
I hope that we know that we can understand the reality of suffering for doing the right thing and that it's a possibility and that we're willing to pay that price. And then lastly, that we would not only honor the traditions and fathers that have spent so much time and effort mentoring and teaching and raising that we would serve God first and follow the traditions that they had installed, instilled in you. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.